The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello, all you amazing people. Did you know that you're amazing? (laughs) Well, you are, because if you struggle with OCD and you keep turning up in your life and you do your best to get on anyway, then that is pretty amazing. So just a quick reminder for you. And if you do happen to be struggling with OCD and anxiety, you can get a free session with me. To get that, all you need to do is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com, and there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the free session. In today's podcast, we're going to be taking a, a look at one of the problems that I think just about everybody who struggles with OCD uh, struggles with, and, and that is the kind of not allowing ourselves to feel certain emotions. This podcast is all about learning how to feel our feelings. Um, it's uh, I think it's something that's so important, something that isn't necessarily talked about all that much. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really, really hoping that you're going to find this one really helpful. If you have any questions, then as always, um, do please let me know. And if you could follow uh, on Instagram, that would be amazing. I've actually, you know, we get a lot of uh, listens, thousands of listens to this podcast every uh, single week. Um, but I kind of feel like my Instagram account, it doesn't get enough love. I could deal with a few more followers. So, if you want to support this podcast, it would be amazing if you if you could follow on Instagram and also subscribe um, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and leave us a review if you want. You know, you know that would be great. <laughs> um, anyway, that's it. I really hope that you enjoy this podcast, and many thanks. I'd like to start with a quote by Sigmund Freud. Unexpressed emotions will never die. They are buried, alive, and will come forth later in uglier ways. Now, this quote can be taken, I think, both in a positive or negative way. If you look at it in a negative way, then you can easily think to yourself, well, you know, these uh, negative emotions that I've experienced over the years are just buried down within me and I can never get them up again and therefore I'm always going to feel bad. I'm always going to be struggling with anxiety and OCD. Or you can look at it from a more positive light and that is if you learn how to get more in touch with your emotions that you can actually learn to process them and to let them go. And this is the this is definitely the way that I would prefer to, to look at to look at them. Obviously, it's much more hopeful and I think also much more realistic because we definitely can learn to to be with our emotions, to allow them 
and uh, and and therefore to 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 let them go in this kind of positive way. So today we're going to be taking uh, a, a look at that. How can we actually uh, process our emotions and feel them uh, in order for them to to move on? Effectively, we have two ways of of dealing with emotions. And uh, one is to approach them, to, to, you know, want to get to know them, to befriend them. And the other is to avoid them. And of course, uh, avoidance is one of the major things that, that keeps OCD going. The funny thing is, though, that we can actually avoid both good and negative emotions. Uh, you know, you may think that we just avoid the negative ones. But actually, you know, if you're in the habit of um, not allowing yourself to feel positive emotions because you're so worried that if you're doing that, then you're setting yourself up potentially for a fall later. And this kind of thing is normally due to um, our kind of relationship with our caregivers at, at a young age. You know, when we did something successfully, were we encouraged to celebrate that? Or were we in fact told that we were being big-headed if we celebrated it too much? All of these things impact on um, how we are able to to either appreciate positive emotions or perhaps even push them away in much the same way as you might do if you're really struggling with, you know, the more negative emotions. So to explore this uh, idea of approaching and avoiding a bit more, I'd like to use the metaphor of a party. So I'd like you to imagine that you're going to a party and you're in a good mood. You're feeling lots of positive emotions. And let's say that you're someone who's able to just accept those positive emotions. Perhaps when you uh, you see the spread of food on a table, you feel, uh, you know, you feel good about that. You're like, great food, fantastic. You know, it gives you uh, something to look forward to. And then you see a bunch of friends and you immediately feel a sense of uh, welcomeness, a sense of uh, belonging and connectedness. Um, and then perhaps you see somebody attractive in the corner and your, your senses, your emotions of attraction are engaged. This would be looking at it from um, a position of approaching rather than avoiding. However, if you're somebody who generally avoids um, emotions in, in these situations or in general, then it's going to be a different story. Your negative emotions might be aroused in this situation. So when you turn up at the party, you know, you would notice the food, but instantly perhaps you would be worried about what, what if something's wrong with the food? What if it's contaminated in some way? Get that food away from me! When you see that group of people, rather than feeling connected and happy, you might think, oh, God, not them. Oh, no, they're so annoying, those people. They, they don't like me. I don't get on with them. It's going to be really horrible to have to speak to them. And so all of these kind of uh, feelings, emotions of perhaps alienation and, and disconnection would, would take over. And then when you happen to spot the attractive person in the corner, well, if you're focused on negative emotions, it's very uh, unlikely that you're going to want to approach that person or even look at them because you're going to be so focused on, the, uh, on rejection and perhaps humiliation. And the thing I'd like to point out here, though, is that I've been using the word focused on, whereas Actually, um, what you're really doing is you're noticing negative emotions that are coming up at this party. 
and you're pushing them away rather than rather than allowing yourself to feel them and this is this is the the major issue here the reality is when you go to such a party for for most people is that you're going to have um, a real mix of the different emotions of course you're going to have some kind of positive emotions just from being there but you're going to have some negative emotions too the important message is that we need to allow ourselves to feel those negative emotions they're not bad they're normal things that everybody experiences uh, in their day-to-day lives and if you go to something like a, a social situation a party and you struggle with OCD then it's you know it's quite likely that uh, quite a lot more of these negative mo- emotions are going to come up for you but that's not a bad thing as it gives you an opportunity to to learn to be with them so if you recognize yourself as the person at the party who's feeling all of these difficult negative emotions, but is trying their very best to not feel them, um, you know, as I've done on many, many, many occasions in the past, um, then it's really, really important to understand what's going on here, the ways in which we actually try to avoid our um, feelings. So, of course, um, one of the first is a classic compulsion, uh, reassurance seeking. Um, ruminating is is definitely uh, another thing that people do. Um, to find out more about ruminating, you can uh, check out many of my uh, other podcasts. Um, then we also have, you know, past worries, actually going over the past and trying to find certainty about things that happened to you in the past or even you know getting to the point where you worry about something so much that you're even creating uh, a whole narrative and story of something that may never have even happened because you know you've wound yourself you've wound yourself up so much uh, about it by overthinking it um, and the same kind of thing can happen, but with a future orientation where you focus on an upcoming event or situation in which, uh, you know, maybe it's important to you in some way and you wind yourself up to the point where you so you feel so sick with anxiety about it that, um, you know, you don't even want to go. And then other ways that you might try to suppress emotions is, is simply by, by checking situations over and over by trying to control things or you know literally just suppressing um and suppressing can be you know it can be done in all sorts of different ways um it could be through compulsive tv watching through smoking um video games uh alcohol binge eating drugs all sorts of uh different ways that that we come up with just to not allow ourselves to feel certain emotions that we find uh, difficult. Now, the Buddhists, you know, pretty clever people, these Buddhists, they actually um, came up with a really good way of describing this, uh, you know, more than 2,000 years ago. They called it the second arrow of suffering. And this is because um, the first arrow of suffering is actually unavoidable. Um, We're going to have things in life that are difficult, difficult emotions are going to come up and um, of course we have two options uh, with those difficult emotions we can accept them and allow them to be 
and befriend them even, or we can cause the second arrow of suffering by fighting with them, pushing them away or pushing them down, which is actually the thing which causes resistance, which leads to psychological pain and suffering. Hello there, would you like uh, the first arrow of suffering or the second arrow of suffering? Hmm, I think I'd like uh, neither, thank you. If only, eh? Um, So, Really, the idea is to stay with our emotions, to develop emotional muscles and to move towards values in the face of difficult feelings. Pain is the flip side of what we value and this is so often the case when it comes to OCD. As we know, OCD tends to attack the things that we care about most. And so if we really enjoy something or we really value certain people or activities or places or things, then OCD is likely to pop up in those things. However, the flip side to that is that you have the ability at any point to turn that on its head because we are the one with the power. We are not a victim of OCD. We are actually the boss. So hopefully having uh, understood all of that, how can we actually take back this control uh, by being able to feel our feelings, to actually really be there and allow ourselves to experience Um, both the difficult emotions or even if you're somebody who's pushing away positive emotions to be able to be with those as well how can we how can we do this well one of the first things that you can try is to actually begin to name your your feelings and this is really important because so often we just name all negative emotions as anxiety or fear. Whereas in reality, it would be really helpful if we could be more accurate with our descriptions. So we truly begin to recognize what are all the different emotions that we are feeling. You know, perhaps you're feeling jealousy or shame, regret, anger, disgust, Um Any number of really negative emotions, frustration, anger, all of these difficult um, emotions are things that we want to be able to name and begin to, to draw upon our experiences of feeling those emotions and knowing exactly what those specific emotions feel like. This is part of the process of beginning to be able to speak an emotional language, something that we are most definitely uh, not taught at school, but we should be. We should be able to understand what our emotions are. It may even help uh, for you to actually write down um, some of these emotions that you're feeling, uh, perhaps even where you feel them in the body, which leads on to the next step, which is Um, as you may guess, trying to feel the emotions in the body. And this entails really paying attention to the physical sensations, scanning the body down from the head all the way down to the toes and trying to feel wherever you're feeling this in the body and being curious. Curiosity is such an important word here. If we can begin to develop a curious kind of spirit towards these difficult emotions, it can really help us to befriend them, to to learn about them um, in order for us to, to process them. Ask yourself some simple questions. Are you feeling it more on the left-hand side or the right-hand side of the body? Do you notice the emotion 
um, to have a, a certain kind of color or texture to it? Is it moving? Is it is it remaining the same? Um, is the intensity going up and down? Try to become curious and notice as much about it as possible. But as you're doing this, try to avoid thinking about it. All you're doing is using kind of mindfulness skills. Sorry, I hate that word, as you may know, as you listen to this podcast on a regular basis. Um, yeah, try to use, though, those mindfulness skills to just be aware of those sensations. Allow yourself to physically become aware of them, but without identifying with them or thinking about them. The next step, if not done um, skillfully, can be a bit confusing. So if you're prone to uh, rumination right now, I would perhaps avoid this step. Um, But what I would like you to do is to just try to ascertain what is at the heart of this particular emotion that you're feeling. So what we don't want you to do with this is I don't want you to kind of go into it too much. You don't want to have too much analysis, rumination, but just try to really think in simple terms, where is this coming from? The final step then is to bring self-compassion to this exploration of your of your emotions and feelings. Try to, if you can, acknowledge the fact that you are experiencing this and that that's okay, that we are imperfect beings and actually our imperfection is what makes us human, it's what makes us interesting people. If we were all perfect, we would be incredibly boring like a whole bunch of robots. So we need to have our imperfections, it's absolutely essential and being able to embrace your own imperfections and goofiness, if you if you will, um, is one of the ways that you can really bring um, bring more self compassion into your life. And self compassion is absolutely key to allowing yourself to to feel these difficult emotions. If you think about it, what you're doing when you're pushing away all these negative emotions is the opposite of self-compassion because it's really causing you a lot of um, emotional difficulty and baggage in the long term. And so to help us to to, uh, move past this, to process it, and to start living in a more free and happy way, we do really need to learn how we can allow ourselves to, to feel and even embrace the more difficult emotions. The dark side of the force known to the outer universe as hey annoying emotion can you like go away i, I literally I, I can't be bothered with you today yeah go on and no 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 look I, I don't care if i have to process you <laughs> you just need to go away right now <laughs> and with that i think we are ready to finish this podcast today so there we go that's it please remember if you find this podcast helpful can you follow me on Instagram at my Instagram handle at Robert James Coaching UK and also subscribe? It really does help to uh, boost the popularity of the podcast and to get the message out there. So I really hope that you found that helpful today. Please get in touch if you have any questions and many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder 
of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.